You're listening to Law and Disorder with Pine County Attorney Reese Fredrickson on the WCMP On Demand. How's it going today? Oh, I'm doing wonderful. Looks like another beautiful day uh, in August. Are you? Do you awesome. like? Do you like the 75 degrees? You like these type of temperatures? Love it. It's my favorite. So you like waking up a little bit chillier in the morning, and then kind of working your way up to that 75 degrees, and then you're not sweating, you're not getting too warm. Yep, exactly. It's my dream temperature. It's just about just about perfect. It's why I love fall. Yeah, see, I'm a I'm a complainer. I, I like I like <laughs> no it, way. I like yeah. Believe it or not, uh, I like it 80. 80s my 80s my temperature. 80s just a little bit warmer, and I sweat a lot. So, but I also sweat even when it's 75 or 60. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter than temp. Uh, so, anything new with you? Oh, you know, it's it's uh, interesting time. So uh, things are are changing. We're slowly opening up the courthouse again. Um, We've got actually plans to start jury trials again uh, mm-hmm. this month, so that's interesting. It's going to be a, a different world with that. They're, Do you think the, so? Will the jury have to be like out in like the commons there, or in like where the the normal people sit, probably, and have a big space in between them? Right. Yep. So um, to question jurors, we'll have to bring them a few in at a time, but um, obviously keep distance. There's mask requirements mm-hmm. and. Instead of, uh, it looks like instead of them being in the jury box, they're going to be seated behind us, which will be interesting. I, I tough know, to talk to them and somebody in front of you at like the same time, right? Or to, for them to see, I guess your face, facial expressions and stuff like that. But yeah, and you know that's important. You know, there's mm-hmm. there's a bit of poker playing when when you're uh, a lawyer and you watch carefully with the jurors and their expressions and. You know, if somebody's falling asleep or something, you know, oh, we got to move this along yep. or they're rolling their eyes. Or the other thing, too, is a lot of the jurors like to watch the defendant, too. Um, if the defendant's really fidgety or they're grinning or they're they're doing something weird, um, they always make note of that. So that kind of informs their decisions as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you had a case to talk about here today, did you not? I do, yeah. As I was mentioning, you know, things are, are, are slowly changing and opening up. Um, there's been a a lull on uh, prisoners' transfers and things like that. So sentencings have been delayed. Uh, oftentimes you have to have people in person. If you're going to send somebody to prison for many years, you're going to have to have them in person instead of, you know, over a Zoom meeting and say <laughs> adios. But um, so now we're, we're slowly opening that up again. And uh, so it'll be exciting in the last couple of months have been um, – um, there's been a lull in what I could talk about with regards to people going on sentencing, but we're starting to get those sentencings in now. And uh, a prime example uh, is this individual that we have here. Her name is uh, Serena Ray Rydell Hall, Rydell hyphen Hall. And she had, um, she's got five or she had five open felony drug cases and got all of those in the span of five months. That's one a month. Yeah, exactly. It's five and five. Um, so, which is, which is really, of course, uh, a disappointing, I guess. Well, but, after after you get the first one, like, don't don't you usually just stop? Yeah, yeah, usually. And if she did that, she probably wouldn't be in prison. Um, really? Oh, you know, Minnesota is one of those states. We always uh, we like to say that you earn your way to prison. We don't, with the exception of some crimes, like of course, you know, prison or murder or something like that. Yep. It's one and done, but. Uh, somebody like with a drug crime, it, it takes a while and it takes failures at, at treatment and things like that. So I know a lot of people, uh, I'll post something like this and they'll be like, well, they need treatment, not prison. Well, it's no, you don't understand the backstory. A lot yeah, of this five, five yeah. times seems like that's pretty, that's pretty far ahead. It, it is. And, you know, and she started off big too. So this was, um, July 29th of 2019. 
So almost exactly one year ago, the Sheriff's Office and the East Central Drug and Violent Offender Tax Force executed a search warrant at a residence in um, Sandstone. And in the basement of this residence, this um, uh, Serena and her uh, boyfriend, Jacob Johnson, lived down there and they had been dealing heroin out of the house. Um, what they found down there was about 107 grams worth of heroin, and that's about, I don't know, about $7,500 worth or okay. so around that amount, depending on or where you are in the country. It could be up to $10,000. They found a bunch of marijuana, a lot of marijuana wax, too. They admitted that they were selling heroin out of the residence. And, of course, when you've got a small town like Sandstone and the houses are pretty close together, obviously that drives a lot of traffic, a lot of mm-hmm. felons and things like that. So these are crimes that really destroy the communities. Um so they uh, they even admitted it. They found like thousands of dollars on one of them. Um, they found all kinds of stuff: the scales, the you know, the tin foil with the heroin, the, the baggies and such. So that's July twenty ninth of two thousand nineteen, um, and that's uh, one hundred seven grams of heroin. That's a first degree drug possession, the worst felony drug crime you can get in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. So less than one month later. Um, the, an informant uh, tips off the East Central Drug and Violent Task Offender Task Force, and yes, we do use informants on, on, on cases. It's it's, um, but there's a body of law to make sure that they are reliable. So the informant says that uh, they have information that this uh, Serena Rydell Hall and again Jacob Johnson are transporting uh, heroin from the metro area to Pine County, and of course they're using Highway 35. And they, they get a location description of the car, and a sheriff's office deputy in Pine County sees the car, pulls it over, and as he's trying to pull this car over on 35, it, it doesn't stop. It just kind of weaves into traffic, and they see the passenger leaning over, pushing things down in the console and things like that. They call it furtive movements, so it's, it's something that uh, law enforcement often looks for. After about a mile, the car finally pulls over the side of the road. Um, again, that's suspicious, too. And um, they speak to the driver, the driver's Johnson, and he is lethargic. He's slow to speak, um, glazed over eyes. There's a strong odor of marijuana in the vehicle. His hands are shaking. And, of course, Serena is the passenger, and she's the one that was moving around, and she's shaking and, uh, and, and can't sit still. So they search the car. They pull him out. They search the car. They don't find anything. But they have information that um, the Serena often conceals drugs on her person and in her bra and such. So they ask her and she admits that she has the drugs on her and she pulls out about 55 grams of heroin, which is about $3,500 or so worth uh, or 4,000, somewhere around there. And again, they admit that, yep, they're trafficking drugs and they're going to bring it up here to Sandstone, to Pine County and, and selling it. So again, this is another first degree drug crime, the most serious in less than a month. And then uh, within the next three months, she's charged with other felony drug crimes. Uh, two of them are more the low-level possession, um, and one is is pending a third degree. So Johnson, um, back in March, before this whole COVID epidemic, we had him sentenced already. He's got a um, he's got prior felony convictions. He went for 115 months total on these. So 115 months on that first one, and 110 on that second, but they're concurrent. Um, Miss Rydell Hall just two weeks ago was sentenced to prison. Um, she does not have much of a felony history, so she got 73 months uh, total. So 73 months and uh, 65 months for the other one. And they, of course, those are concurrent. 
And uh, again, as I said, um, was given a chance as uh, basically they gave her choice. You can go to prison or you can go to treatment. And if you successfully comply with treatment and such like that, we'll put you on probation. That didn't happen. So she, uh, she ended up um, through a number of choices. She's ended up in prison. Yeah, and like I said, that sounds like a lot of opportunities. You make a big mistake like that, you get busted for a big mistake. You think you'd want to turn it around. And once again, you've talked about every single time, busted with the intent to sell mm -hmm. and until later was just possession. Like in the possession charges, obviously, not not as big of a deal as compared right. to that significant amount of selling or having like 7000 or $3,500 worth of heroin on you as well. That's, uh, we don't want that in Pine County. No, not at all. Um, as I said, they, they destroy neighborhoods. I know some people argue that, well, they're just trying to feed their own habits. Well, not really. In a way, $7,000 yeah. is not feeding your own habits. No, no, you're profiting off people's miseries. Mm -hmm. And especially when you talk about heroin, and that's something that's really uh, jumped up because of the opioid crisis, and it's really taken advantage of that. People are dying from this stuff. And like I said earlier, too, neighborhoods are being destroyed. You've got um, felons. You've got burglaries. You've got all the other uh, collateral crimes that... You, deal with uh, drugs and i can't imagine that the people who live next door to this house enjoyed having people coming no. in and out so got to put an end to this and discourage it well it sounds like you guys did a great job over there getting a pretty fair uh, amount of jail time there and uh hopefully obviously come back rehabilitated and uh back to helping the community again uh you got anything else for us today then reese no that's the one i wanted to highlight and and like i said i i, I don't hope that people fail I, I hope they do become rehabilitated and uh, turn their lives around become good taxpaying members of the community absolutely well thank you so much for stopping on by reese we'll talk to you next month my pleasure thank you you have been listening to a wcmp production